Hello and welcome to the first ever episode of a niche topic podcast. This is this is pretty exciting, guys. Um, this I'm not gonna lie to you. This could go horribly wrong. It could be awfully boring, and the sound quality could be shit. But it could go right. So we're just gonna we're just gonna see how it goes. You know, we're really we're just gonna see how it goes. Anyway, I need to stop clapping. Positive energy. Um, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'm really not going to lie to you guys. This is not my first attempt at filming this podcast. No, um, many, many attempts. And, um, a week earlier, I recorded a whole podcast and I'm not going to lie to you. I hated it. It was, it was awful. It was not good. Um, and I decided instead of releasing that into the world and making you guys listen to it, we would try again. So hopefully this reaches... The world, the outside world. Hopefully, we we this is better than last time. Um, I'm feeling positive energy. Today's been a good day. Just got finished from a class. Bit of a bit huffy and puffy. So we're just gonna have to ignore that because there are a lot of stairs in this building. But we'll we'll make it work. We'll make it work. Work. So sorry if I'm huffing and puffing in your ear. But anyway, back to the topic. Um. Yeah, I thought I'd do a little bit of an introduction because it is the first episode of the podcast. So, hi, my name is Nisha, otherwise known as Niche, um, hence the name, Niche Topic, kind of cute, kind of fun. And yeah, this podcast is just going to be, it's going to be a bit of everything. She's going to have some guest stars, we're going we're gonna to get a bit deep sometimes, be a bit fun. I don't really know what to expect if I'm going to be honest so you're just going to have to you're just going to have to work with me and and stay stay with me and hopefully hopefully it only goes up from here and that's that's really that's really all I can hope for because if this is the best we're getting I might just have to give up (laughs) okay anyway um I thought because this is the first podcast I've already said that sentence this is the first podcast we are starting something new. We're saying something fresh. So I thought that's what I could ramble on about to you guys for the next 20 minutes or so. Hopefully I can talk for that long. Anyway, starting fresh. It's fun. It's exciting. It's also really fucking scary. I don't know if I can swear in this. Mm, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. It's really... Look, I know a lot of people that love change and just jump at it and love it. Not one of those people just not the biggest fan but honestly every time I have had to start something new and change it's majority of the time always been a good thing so there's that anyway um there's a lot of things that go into starting something new um like starting something new can be just as small as picking up a new hobby but starting something new can be something like going to uni in a different part of the country. Hello? In a different city. There we go. Going to uni in a different city. Or like one of my friends did, she um, left the country. She left the country. <laughs> and right now is traveling all around Europe all by herself. So... That's, that was very exciting, but it was probably very scary, but it's clearly going well for her. So love that for her. But yeah, it's really, 
I find that it's so important in life to be able to um, actually, you know, push yourself out of your comfort zone. I feel like getting stuck in a little bubble, I like to call it, is just never a good thing for you. Obviously, having a grounded space and having stable bits in your life is always amazing, always amazing. But being able to change and direct your life in different ways as well is also just like such an amazing thing um so yeah I feel like I kind of like glanced around the topic or whatever but yeah so at the beginning of this year I so I'm originally from Sydney and I moved to Wollongong for uni which was pretty um pretty scary if I'm gonna be honest was really freaking out about it It wasn't even my idea my mum practically peer pressured me to go to Wollongong clearly didn't want me in the house anymore (laughs) not in that way you know she she knew that was what was best for me but um yeah obviously she thought it would be a really good idea for me to leave Sydney and honestly honestly it was because I didn't even know it at that point well I kind of did but I didn't want to accept it at that point that I was in a way I would have been kind of stuck in Sydney if I didn't move to Wollongong and let me try to explain that not that I dislike Sydney at all or anything was wrong with Sydney or anything like that but yeah I I guess I really just like needed to figure out what I wanted and once I figured out what I wanted I realized it's probably not gonna happen if I stay in Sydney and I feel like I would have just been way too comfortable and just never have I probably just would have stayed friends with the same people I always stayed friends with. Like, you know, just continued on those friendships in Sydney and just wouldn't have tried very hard to make new friendships because I was so comfortable in those friendships. Um, And yeah, I definitely would have pushed myself a lot less. Like moving to Wollongong, I went without knowing a single person, not a single person. No one I knew was going to Wollongong, which was really freaky. Actually, I learned like a week into being in Wollongong that there were like two people that I kind of knew. But yeah, it was it was definitely <laughs> diving into the deep end, I must say. Um, but it was just it was amazing because it, it actually forced me to make all these new connections I was so freaked out that I would have no friends and I'd be so sad and lonely in Wollongong so I literally had to force myself to be social and stuff and honestly if I'm I'm not not the best person at meeting new people at all really that much I'm one of those people that are like very I'm quite an introvert when I meet new people because I'm very conscious conscious of how others perceive me and that like really freaks me out but as soon as I know the person and know that they're good people (laughs) then I become comfortable and I'm like a super extrovert and all that and then they proceed to get annoyed at me because they're like wow you weren't an introvert before I mean you weren't an extrovert before and now you are and you're really loud and talkative so shut up so it's yeah what I'm trying to say is it was it's really difficult for me to break that barrier and just go straight into being an extrovert and like not being shy and keeping to myself so I've actually really improved on that whole on that whole thing in Wollongong because I literally practice makes perfect you you know 
Um, and I think that's like so true because I have definitely, definitely gotten a lot better at just telling myself what's the worst that can happen? What's the worst that can happen? Just talking to someone. No one is going to hate you if you start a conversation with them and no one, very few people are going to judge you if you do that, you know, and they'll probably appreciate it. They're like, oh, someone's talking to me. So yeah, it's been a huge help moving with that whole social aspect. And I think that's like such a good skill to have to be able to just talk to new people. Obviously, I'm still not amazing. I wouldn't say. I've still got a little bit of a way to go, but it's definitely, definitely, definitely gotten better, which I'm, I'm very happy about. But yeah, I think I went in, once I had accepted the fact that I was going to Wollongong and my mom's peer pressure did work, I just kind of put in the mindset of, you know what? Fuck it. Still not sure if I can swear. Um, literally, what is the worst that can happen? Obviously, I could go in and I would have no friends and I would hate it and I would cry myself to sleep every night and it would be awful. <laughs> so that is that would be the epidite epidite of the worst. But realistically, the worst thing that could happen, it wasn't it was never going to be this awful thing. Like I was always going to make friends and have these cool fun experiences and yeah, I might not have liked it, but at least I would have given it a try, you know? Um, and, you know, you can never fail if you don't try. <laughs> it's just getting a bit inspirational. But I feel like a lot of people are just too afraid to fail that they don't even start to do something. But I think, in a way, failure is a way to succeed. <laughs> this is becoming very inspirational, but like, without no one like hardly anyone where am I going with this hardly anyone succeeds in the first try and without failure you cannot succeed yes it's okay to fail it's good to fail I failed my first podcast like a week ago when I recorded it I recorded it I gave it my best shot and it sucked it wasn't good so I got back up and I decided you know what we'll try it again and hopefully it's going a little bit better but even if this one fails and it's really crap, I will definitely going to have to go in tomorrow and do it because I need to get this filmed. But I'll just like try and try again. And then eventually I'll succeed and I'll get better because I've, I'll be practicing and all this stuff. But yeah, what I'm trying to get at is like you just have to put yourself out there and be prepared to fail. Understand that you probably will at some point fail at this new thing that you're starting or in this new change in your life and just go for it. Be like a bull. I don't know a good analogy for this, but you understand what I'm saying. Anyway, when starting a new thing or a huge change in your life, it can feel so overwhelming, so overwhelming, especially um, if you look at the huge big picture of it all and get stuck on those things like, when I was starting my degree, I'm doing communications and media and all of you are probably like, wow, that doesn't really sound like an actual degree. I'm, I'm with you on that one. I really am. But um, I found that instead of looking, oh shit, what do I do after uni with this degree? I thought, okay, what can I 
control and what small goals can I make in the meantime, because three years is quite a long time, what can I do in those three years that will help me? And I made small goals instead of that one big picture goal. And I think that's really useful. And honestly, at the moment, I don't have a big picture goal. I'm just, I set these little goals for me and it's really working and it's, it makes sure that I don't spiral because I'm prone to spiraling and just getting myself wrapped up in my own head and freaking myself out. So yeah, this way, like I just, you know, don't do that. But yeah, I constantly, I find that sometimes I really get myself in this like worked up state of like, wow, my course isn't actually a, it's obviously a course, but it's not, it's not like I'm training to become a nurse or I'm training to become a doctor or an engineer or any of those like staple jobs. I'm not doing that. At the end of my degree, I'm not going to go straight into the workforce and do all these things. And that honestly really freaks me out sometimes. I'll be talking to my roommates and they'll be talking about all this fundamental stuff that they're learning in class. And I just walked out of a class where we were talking about DILFs (laughs) and um, just like stupid shit, obviously kind of on task, but it's like, just because what you're doing is different from like what everyone else is doing doesn't make it unimportant or less good. But yeah, just because you don't have your entire life planned out and you don't have a stable job um, idea at the end of uni or you don't have any real clear idea of what you want to do after uni, that's so fine and so many people are in that boat I genuinely am I as of right now if I left uni right now I would be so lost I would have no idea what I'm doing but that's okay that's fine I I'm gonna figure it out eventually like eventually I'll figure it out but right now I don't need to worry about that I'm just gonna go I'm gonna do my assignments I'm gonna do everything and it's gonna be it's going to be fine. It's going to be good. And that's really just like the outlook that you just have to force upon yourself. If you're constantly saying negative things and you're constantly projecting that, then you're you're genuinely going to believe that and that's going to become your mindset. But I found as soon as you put a positive outlook on things and you have a positive mindset, you start to believe those positive things that you're saying. And obviously, you're not going to be positive all the time. And that's a part of life you're gonna have days where you're just not happy with anything and everything's falling to pieces and you just want to crumble but then you know you pick yourself up and you try to remain as positive as possible and I think that I think that's a really good outlook on life yeah back to um actually um moving out and all that stuff yeah so obviously moved out at the beginning of this year first time living without my parents which is amazing cannot recommend it more to be honest I don't think I ever really struggled with homesickness I can't really I've never really been the person that like 
goes away on camp and is like, oh, my parents. Or I think I went on like a two-week school trip um, away from my family. And really on like the last day, I was like, yeah, all right. I kind of miss them. But then for the rest of it, like I was fine. But anyway, where I'm going with this is even though I had never felt like proper homesickness before, I was still worried that like when I would move out, I would start to feel homesickness and I would hate it and I would always want to be back and I really didn't want to leave my dog and that was a huge factor of not wanting to um, leave Sydney. I just adore my dog. Oh, he's amazing. Um, And I really didn't want to leave him and that was really sad for me and I miss him so much but oh, I actually have his little his little photo in a necklace around my neck that my friends gave me which is so sweet but I guess that really helped. Um, but obviously every now and again, I'm like, oh, I really wish I could be home, especially when I'm sick. When you're sick and out of home, all you want to do is for someone to cook you a meal and tuck you into bed and make you feel better. And when you're living alone, well, I'm technically I'm not living alone, but when you're not living with your parents, there's no one to really do that for you, which is a little bit sad. But other than that, it, I've honestly found it so, so fine. I was genuinely a little worried that I wasn't going to be able to look after myself. I think a lot of people were worried about that, if I'm going to be honest. Yeah, I wasn't sure if I was really ready. And obviously when moving out, there's the whole money thing. And I was worried that my flatmates were going to be annoying and I would hate them or they would hate me. Turns out not the, not how it worked, obviously. Love my roommates, love them to death. You will hopefully get to meet all of them but yeah that was really freaky you know it was definitely really freaky for me because I left I moved out of home when I was 17 to go to uni and I genuinely was I was up in the apartment when we were moving in and I thought to myself Jesus Christ I am not ready for this I am not ready to become an adult and do all these things by myself and um at first, didn't really make myself many meals and wasn't able to properly look after myself. But after a while now, yeah, I'm an adulting queen. What can I say? You know, practice makes perfect, as I said before. And you just gotta, you just gotta fail until you get it right. And that's, that's really, that's really, um, that's really all we're looking for here. Oh my God. When moving into the apartment, I had all these dreams and ideas of how amazing my room would be I I don't know if any of you other guys um any of you other guys any of you guys used to go down these deep dive YouTube moments days I don't know I was obsessed with moving into my dorm YouTube videos and all this stuff and like decorating my dorm and buying stuff for my dorm obviously these were all American YouTube videos because they were all dorms but I was obsessed with them and I thought yes this is going to be how my uni experience is going to be it's going to be so aesthetic and I'm going to be so organized I'm going to have all these things my room is going to be so pretty and all this fun jazz and I get there and I'm still like my room is pretty bland but I'm like oh I'm still I'm going to buy all these things and I'm going to she's going to be so cute and it's always going to be organized because it's a small space and I'm it's never going to get messy lol the whole semester one my room was not decorated at all and it was a constant mess it was genuinely concerning for the first semester it was not good I would 
clean my whole room and the next day it would be a pigsty again. Oh, I actually have gotten a much better grip at um, keeping my whole place organized for semester two, which is good. I've decorated a tiny bit more, but still not to the standard of what my a little naive brain thought it was going to be. It was it was a shocking reality realizing that wow, my life isn't going to be as aesthetic as those girls' lives in America with their YouTube channels and all this. I just didn't have the money to decorate. I didn't have the time to decorate. Well, yeah. So, it just it really just wasn't going to happen for me. It just really wasn't. And um, you know, I accepted that. And we're and we're good with that. I also went into it thinking that I would be able to keep my apartment clean. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'm going to tell you this one thing right now. If you're living with other people, you have to let go of some standards. But I went into it with the mindset that my mom has when it comes to the kitchen, which is there's not going to be a single thing on the kitchen table. Everything's clean. Everything's wiped down. Everything's spotless at the end of the night and all throughout during the day pretty much like you clean as you go all this stuff um yeah that that's that's not a thing when you're living with teenage roommates um <laughs> I tried to hold that up like a week or two you know what you just have to give up you just have to accept that your apartment isn't always going to be clean all of the time and I don't know why but I find that my room can be really messy really messy but the kitchen has to be really clean. And that's the mindset that I had going into it. But I, fa- I find now that I, I like to be able to, I can control the things that I can control. So my bedroom, I like to keep really, really clean. And then the kitchen, I don't mind as much. It still is a little bit annoying, but I can let it go a bit more because I've been able to, I have a different room that I can tr- control the standard of if that makes sense but I don't know that was a bit of a tangent it's just saying that just because like the idea of what you think is going to happen that's just not going to happen I mean it might but it's highly unlikely that this goal um amazing beautiful dream idea that you have in your head it's just it's probably not gonna work but that's all right and there's ways to work around it. And that's so fine. I feel like I did go on a little bit of a tangent there. And I'm really sorry about that. And I really hope you guys stuck with me a little bit there. But yeah, I think I might try to wrap it up a little bit. Because I don't want to bore you guys too much. Hopefully you're still with me. But that was my little two cents on starting fresh. And, you know, having all these changes in your life. It's, I feel like it's just always, it's always going to be okay. And majority of the time, it's a good thing. And you learn so much about yourself from having all these changes in your life. Like, so much. It's crazy. But, yeah, I think really, really just, like, be willing to change. Don't don't try to hold it back. Just accept change and love change. And obviously, sometimes I'm like, something has changed. I'm like, oh, oh, mm didn't really appreciate that and then after a while I'm like you know what that was all right we're fine we're good we're chilling and it's always it always ends up fine so really there's nothing to worry about but 
yeah, um, I think I might end it there before I just start talking about nonsense. But I hope you guys enjoyed. Follow my Instagram at a niche topic. She's cute. That way you guys can actually join in on the podcast. I for some podcasts I might like episodes, I might ask for you guys to contribute and fun stuff like that. And we can really grow a really fun community, hopefully. Um and yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed. I hope you guys have a beautiful, lovely day. And yeah, I'll see you guys next time. So thank you so much.